Good morning. Unless you're listening to this at night. Then pretend you're on the other side of the world. Um, probably you're American. You might not be, but Western Hemisphere. So if it's nighttime and you're pretending you're on the other side of the world, then good morning in Chinese. Uh, which I think is uh, a good morning. That's how they pronounce it over there, like this. A good morning. You notice how I didn't make any jokes about, like, saying things in Chinese involves sneezing and wheezing and coughing? It's because I'm not a racist. Neither is Joe, who's my brother from another mother, but the same grandmother. This is our podcast. It's called Just Be Cousins. And today we're going to talk about something that very few people know much about at all. Uh, virtually no one is talking about this. I'm surprised, really. And that is a little something, something called the novel coronavirus. Now, Joe, I'm sure you've never heard of it. Now, what's what's going on? So if, like Jared Leto, you've been meditating in the desert for the past um, 40 days, I don't know. Does this guy... 12 weeks or something? Yeah, does he think he's Jesus? Which is fine with me. On on many levels, Jared Leto can be Jesus, right? I think he's got a small group of people that think he's Jesus. And maybe maybe that makes him think he's Jesus. Which is I cool. I he, think his Chinese is better than yours, though, at least. Probably. He, uh, yeah. he goes out into the desert or wherever he was. I don't know. Maybe he's at Walmart. I don't pay attention. And he's meditating. And then he comes back. He's like, sup, guys? And they're like, yeah, the whole world sucks. He's like, yeah, I know. No, no, no. It's not because of your band, 30 Seconds to Mars. He's like, what? And he's like, no, no. Everyone's sick. It's coronavirus. And he's like, what? I have no idea. Maybe Jared Leto is a smart dude. And instead he's saying, what? He goes, no, what is that? But I don't know. He doesn't know about it. And uh, the rest of the world does. Coronavirus, coronavirus, coronavirus. That's all I hear all day long, Joe. And it's I'm sick of it already. Sick of it. All right, we'll break down, um, you know, what is your, what's your isolation regimen? Is it any different? I know with the car wash washing, your level, you know, being the owner and operator, a lot of what you do is, is remote anyway. I mean, you're just, you're kind of, you're handling things and you're delegating tasks and you do that from home anyway. But now that this thing has hit, are you, are you isolating more? Are you doing good with the social distancing? What's your What's your day like? This is a, in some respects, a dream come true for me because I don't like being around people in general. I prefer to be by myself, and you know now I have an excuse to do that. So this is wonderful. My day to day is no different. the The main difference for me, the main difference in my life, is that. Everything that is media related that comes into my ear holes and eye holes and we don't have smell related media, but if it if we did it would come through my nose holes. All of it mm-hmm. is COVID nineteen. That's all it is. And that is the biggest difference. I don't know if that's how we're gonna talk about it today, but in terms of like me being sick, nope. Anybody I know being sick, nope. Uh we have plenty of toilet paper, we got Purell. We wash our hands and nothing has changed, but 
you can't get away from the news. And that, I think, is the biggest impact on any particular individual, given the low percentages of people who get sick and the low percentages of people who die versus, you know, lots of other things. I mean, it, it's more than should be dying for sure, but it's still, it's gamblingly low, right? If someone said, here, roll these dice, and if you roll um, five twelves in a row, you have the virus, you take those odds. You're like, okay, I could do that. Yeah, well, it's, it seems that somebody or a group of people at the CDC are concerned enough to kind of, you know, put forth some regulations or, you know, put forth some guidelines that, like you said, the deaths don't seem alarming, but the, yeah, the guidelines are. And the societal response is, is, is frightening. I've had a couple of moments, you know, as the news comes in, mm -hmm. and I try to focus on the CDC and and the government, which right. some people will tell me I'm an idiot. But if you if you focus on on social media and try to get just try to get your news from from anywhere else, it could range from, oh, this is bullshit. Don't worry about anything. Just you know, go out and sneeze in an old lady's face. You know, mm -hmm. who cares? This is this is bullshit. What a huge overreaction this is. It ranges from that to like, well, you're gonna die tomorrow, so just dig your own grave and and jump in. Like, do a right. cannonball into your own grave after you dig it because it's fucking. We're done. It's over. It's the yeah. end of humankind. And somewhere in between, I feel is the CDC. If I'm gonna trust anybody, I figure I'm gonna trust the CDC. Um, but it, it yeah, it, it doesn't seem. There's just not there's the amount of cases and the amount of deaths is not alarming yet, but somebody must think that it could get there very soon, or yeah. else I don't know. Maybe I'm too trusting. What do you, What do you think? Am I too trusting of the government? I don't. I, I think so. Yeah, the government is is full of shit. Um, okay. Yeah. No. I, I based on what I've read, heard, seen, understand. Everything that we're doing as a country in terms of this social distancing, distancing is appropriate, and I'm not opposed to that in the least. Um, okay, good. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm totally on board with that. Yeah. I'm glad you are too. I, I don't feel like we're being too cautious when we stay at home, uh, and despite the fact that m way more people are going to be economically affected by this than anything else, you know, if you you might not know somebody who has coronavirus or is sick, you probably don't know i mean statistically you probably don't know somebody who's died um you know i don't know i don't know how many people uh, out of a million are getting it off the top of my head i don't know but i know that the number of people who know somebody who's get it that's a higher number but it's that number still isn't um isn't terrible but the number of people who are affected economically or know someone who is is probably almost at 100 percent if not yeah the that's 100 percent mm -hmm. and and I appreciate that, and I still think it's appropriate that we are responding this way uh, in order to, you know, as they say, flatten the curve. But having said all that, I do believe that uh, this could be far better if we had a more, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not asshole suckery government. That's not really a word, is it? What am I trying to say? I feel yeah. like our our systems could have been set up way better. Our system could be more robust uh, 
Yeah, I don't from, know if that's the right word, but it, it feels like the government is scrambling to handle this. And, yeah. and of course, President Fuckhead did not handle this correctly. I mean, that's no surprise. No, uh, just not. the things that come out of his mouth. That, that's no surprise. I, w- I was a little comforted once he started kind of stepping back and having people that might actually know what they're saying kind of correct him and, and start saying things that might be helpful. Uh, I was just glad that, that he actually backed off a little bit. Or somebody must have been like, you really, like, shut the fuck up, dude. Like, no, 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 no. And, and he listened, maybe. It, it seemed to be, his idiocy seemed to be mitigated mm-hmm. a little bit. And that was comforting to me. His, um, his, I, I think that he's a very arrogant, very, very arrogant um, person. And if you said Arrogance to him, is an understatement. I mean, yeah. he's, he's a malignant sociopath. Absolutely. For sure. And I think that if you gave him a situation where you said, okay, Mr. Shithead, here are three choices, and each one of them will result in uh, in things being absolutely terrible, he would look at the three choices and say, all right, which one of these can I do that will give me the biggest win? That's how he reviews things. And, and I think it's very, very rare that he sees any choice and goes, oh, I can't do any of these. So... Uh, in terms of like how our country is going to survive this at first um, when he heard about this he denied it and then he publicly downplayed it and yeah. now that he's finally responding he is still it's it's like at every single step where he has a choice to make he chooses the one that makes things worse and I gotta wonder I don't want this to become a political show today okay. but I gotta wonder um does he genuinely, honestly think that these choices he's making are good for him, whether it's in the long term or the short, short term? When a reporter asks him, what do you say to Americans who are scared? The, of all the softball questions you could give a president that actually will give people an answer that helps them, of all of those, he fucked this one up so bad, it's almost as if we're living in a novel. You know what I'm saying? What do you say? Yeah. To, what do you say to Americans who are scared? I say you're a bad reporter. He could have answered that almost yeah. any other way. What do you think to say to Americans who are scared? Uh, maintain your integrity, America. We will get through this. That's all you had to say. That is so easy. Yeah, that- just on the the most basic of can you be comforting in this moment? The answer is no. He's a he. It, it, it's like a, it's childish defensiveness. It's like a kid that got caught, you know, with his hand in the cookie jar, and and a parent goes, "Is, is that you? Is that you taking a? Is that you taking a cookie?" And he goes, "No, well, you you take cookies. I just I think that w- what you're accusing me. Hey, don't accuse me of taking a cookie. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's and his 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 followers again. I don't want to become political, so just let me get sound in the system. We'll go okay. on it. But I don't want to be political, but the people who who vouch for him, you know, the, Trump stands in front of them and he says to them, I am not going to slap you. And they say, okay. And then he rears back and slaps them as hard as he can. And then he says to them, did I slap you? And they go, no. And you're, you're watching this going... This is this is the pat this is an abusive relationship. This is when we see people who are in and you you working at Taco Bell, you have 
people who work for you who are in abusive relationships and you're just blown away by this. How can you possibly keep in this? Like anything would be better. Leaving home and living on the street where you are at risk of being uh, um, uh, beaten and starving and cold is still better than living with this abusive person. And yet they don't. I, I'm truly, Joe, I'm, I'm actually starting to think that people who believe what he says are actually mentally diseased and i don't mean like they're stupid or hate them or evil i mean no they genuinely have an actual emotional problem that requires medication and if they don't take the medication i will one of us has to take meds it's either they well, take it or i do I, I don't i don't i can't i, I cannot explain the phenomenon uh, the the fact that he he does not need to he can just lie and lie and lie and and with impunity it seems it's it's amazing and so and so yeah we've got non-stop well, here stuff. i want to i want to talk about something more important yeah um well maybe, maybe there's nothing more important but yeah there is toilet paper <laughs> yeah toilet paper it seems at least for a while i guess this is still happening but um I think that we're going to look back on this entire chain of events and we're going to find out a little bit more. Maybe you have some insight uh, about what the fuck was up with the toilet paper hoarding above all. Is that that didn't seem to be rational on the on the part of a large cross section of our society yeah what is your theory about the well i I can understand that once it began it became exponential and then i find my i found myself wrapped up in it because you know let's let's face it like eventually i'm gonna have to wipe my ass and once i started realizing that there was no toilet paper to be had Mm -hmm. i too started seeking out toilet paper (laughs) because i would like to wipe my ass right and we've talked about this before like if there were absolutely no toilet paper i think i could make this work Remember, I, I, yeah. I use my cat. Yeah. Get in the shower. Get in the shower. Get yeah. in the shower. You ever run out of toilet paper? Go and wash that ass in the shower. Right. But And that's why I'm like, how did this begin? What was the impetus of this where people seem to focus on toilet paper above all? I know people were hoarding other stuff, and it mm-hmm. seemed a little bit later on you, you'd see that there was no meat on the shelves. That made more sense to me. Right. Like, get a bunch of meat. If you have to isolate, you're going to have to eat. Right? right. If you're isolating, wiping your ass isn't as important as right. drinking water. And let's say the water got poisoned. If you know, if there's panic and people are like, "Oh well, you know, we need to start hoarding stuff." Like, what if the water doesn't work? So, well, then, oh wow, I might have just answered my question because then you can't wash your ass <laughs> if the water's poisoned. Right. I don't know. I'm just thinking out loud. What What are your thoughts on the toilet paper? Um, well, I believe that the the toilet paper situation is so quintessentially and absolutely self-righteously american if i can abuse some words here um in 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 a lot of respects the way america responded by to all of this at every level is so endemic to our culture so first of all our our country's leaders heard about this before the rest of us did and so they did the right thing they started dumping stocks right and right that kind of behavior sent shockwaves through. And when I say shockwaves, it's sort of like a, a sort of a, a pseudo kind of almost viral, no pun intended, uh, self-activating process because as Americans, we 
react strongly to things and we also react wrongly to things. And so it's like everybody starts talking about toilet paper. We start hoarding it because we're a bunch of pack animals. You know, uh, you said it just a few minutes ago that once it got rolling, it kept rolling. Also, as Americans, rolling. We, uh, we, as Americans, we love to be, we love to think that we're uh, self-reliant. What's the term that that um, shithead Limbaugh uses all the time? The rugged individualism, right? So it's like we go, okay, I'm going to go prepare for this. I'm going to show myself and the world that I am ready. I'm going to go get a bunch of toilet paper, which is not preparing yourself in the least at all. Like it's the one thing you're yeah, spending. What the fuck was that? The time and effort to get that takes away from time and effort to actually do any good whatsoever. And that's just such an American thing to do. You know, just, we're going to get the toilet paper. And so we did that and we manifested our <laughs> destiny over, you know, wood pulp. And uh, we, we acted, we, we acted, you know, like bravely in the face of, of impending uh, scarcity. And we did all this stuff and we're like, fuck you virus. I'm in control. Fuck you, world. We got TP. And it was just like, oh, it was just a very oh, American thing. And it has nothing to do with what's going on at all. And when we look back on it, we will laugh at not ourselves, but everybody else who did exactly what we did and say, look at those fools. Can you believe they did that? It's just. Yeah. Well, it, and it wasn't even a, you know, we responded, it seems, selfishly. And that's a very American thing to do, yes. where you don't, you're not being a good citizen of ci civilization as a whole. You're, you're, you're as an asshole, there's the yeah. rugged, rugged individualism, right? But if you're going to be a rugged individualist, at least, and and you don't give a fuck what happens to anybody else, at least make a decision that might actually benefit you selfishly. Right. The fucking right. toilet paper. Then <laughs> you couldn't even. What? Yeah. So yeah, here, I, I did I did we talk about this last week about the assholes who, um, when this started going down, they went and they drove all over the goddamn place buying up Purell and face masks and stuff. Did we talk about that last time? We didn't talk about it here, but uh, yeah, these are the guys that ended up like selling Purell for like seventy dollars a bottle. Yeah, because yeah. They're no. just like slobbering fucking jackals. Right. And that makes bushes, sense. Waiting to take advantage of, of any suffering that might uh, transpire. I, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, that, that? That's, that, is, that is so assholish. But it you can understand the motivation. You're like, okay, that is assholish. That is selfish. That is cruel. That's destructive. And yet... Your goal was to make money, and I understand the desire to make money. So that makes sense. There's, yeah, there's a component of that that's just survival, but also right. like no, no, not survival. It, it, these these are people who are making money they don't need. Okay, this is this is. Oh, this, they are. Okay, I thought they yeah. might have been like, oh, well, well, maybe one way we can try and help ourselves is to make money off of this whole thing. I, I thought I thought maybe they were in a position where, hey, my my prep, my rugged individualism is going to try and stockpile money. Which actually makes a little bit more sense than the fucking Charmin. No, I think you're but, getting them too much credit. I think, seriously, okay. they're just like, here's a way we can get rich quick. Again, that is a very an American, very an American thing. And uh, that's what they went for. And, you know, people have pointed this out. You've seen this on the internet where someone said it's, you know, it's, 
you're, you're living in ancient Egypt. You've just been told that you are going to be immortal. You decide that you're not going to spend any money whatsoever, and you're going to save $10,000 a day. Welcome to 2020. You still don't have as much in the bank as billionaires, right? This kind of thing where it's like, it is literally impossible to earn a billion dollars. There's nothing you can do that you does you you earned it. You were given that money. And these people who are making hand money hand over fist selling Purell for seven dollars a bottle, same thing. Nothing they did. They they provided no service. They provided no help. Nothing they did was good. They just wanted to make a fuck ton of money. And that's evil, but I get it. I understand why people want to make a fuck ton of money. However, I do not understand what uh, what was assuaged by the accumulation of TP? Who thinks about shitting that far in advance? Who's I, I going to I don't know if I told the story already, but I, it just was weird. Uh, did I tell you about the, the tumbleweed toilet paper? No, go for it. Well, I did tell the story, I think, when I went to get some glasses because I've got my eye twitch. Yeah. Um, so I needed new glasses because my fucking my face is turning into Popeye, and and I went to just go see the empty shelves because you know yeah. I want, wanted to just witness this thing, and I got one of the last boxes of baby wipes. Yeah. Me and, and this lady picked up simultaneously, and and with civility we we yeah. didn't fight each other, so we could each get you know over the last two boxes we each got a box. Anyway. I was like, there it is. Uh, there's no more toilet paper in Costco. The very next day, I got in my car to drive to to Taco Bell. By the way, I still have to work at Taco Bell. It's considered an, an essential uh, infrastructure. Yeah, I understand. Um, I went to one But I was day. driving to Taco Bell down the highway, and I couldn't believe what I was seeing. It looked like a bunch – well, let me just cut to the chase. There was a bunch of toilet paper, like shredded toilet paper rolls, full toilet paper rolls, toilet paper flying through the air, rolling through the streets, like like catching on car antennas. Like there was toilet paper flying and blowing around the highway like uh, like tumbleweeds. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know why, but that seemed – that seemed really strangely ironic to me that there yeah. was there's no toilet paper on the shelves, but it was fucking flowing through the streets. And right. then my imagination ran wild. I'm like, somebody like running through the streets with uh, with a big pack of toilet paper and got hit by a car. And then the toilet paper is, you know, because they're running across the highway. Of course, that's not realistic. I'm sure that just somebody had a truck bed full of toilet paper and uh, one of the toilet paper packs fell out, got hit by a yeah. car, and then there's toilet paper all over the streets. But I found it very bizarre that uh, the only place I could really find toilet paper was flowing and bouncing through the fucking <laughs> streets. Well, it's, it's, it makes me think of lots of things. It makes me think of like uh, this whole conspicuous consumption deal that we got going on here. If someone says... Um, you know, uh, uh, oh, we're running out of toilet paper. And then somebody goes like, oh, really? And they rush out and they buy all that they can. And now they can brag about that. They're like, here's the thing that everyone knows is scarce, but I have a fuck ton of, look at how awesome I am, right? That's, that's, you could do that with anything. Absolutely anything. It's like, uh, who is that guy? Remember that guy a couple years ago who's like, I'm going to buy this Wu-Tang Clan album and no one else is going to ever have it. And I'm going to be the only one. What, remember that dude? 
Remember when that happened? That rings a bell, yeah. Yeah, that 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 pharmacy guy, the one who was um making a profit off jacking up the prices of drugs that are essential to human life or whatever. That guy. That guy, I don't know if you can come up with his name, but he's the guy that was selling medication. I th- I can't remember what the medication was for, but I that guy wins the blue ribbon in my mind for the most evil looking son of a bitch that right. I've ever seen. I mean, he he yeah. looked like a fucking like a mix between a weasel and a snake and Satan. Like yeah. just the look <laughs> on his face. There's no way he wasn't evil. Yeah. He, and that's before I even heard his voice or knew what he did. It turns yeah. out you hear his voice and you learn what he did and You're like, yeah, yeah it makes he's sense. fucking evil. He's yeah, a you, fucking snake in the grass weasel. When you when you go into a book or online or a movie or whatever and you watch something or about a serial killer and you're like, oh, that's pretty depraved, that's gross and whatever. And if they like, it's a if it's a dramatization of it, they use an actor and no matter how terribly evil the person they're portraying is, that actor will be in some respects good lurking. That that's just their job. And then you see a picture of the actual serial killer and you're like, oh yeah, that dude killed people. That makes sense. I totally get that. Yeah, that guy. Kills people, and then you, yeah, this guy, whatever his name was, who did the Wu Tang Clan album, you look at him, you go, oh yeah, he he definitely is an asshole. You he can't not be. So that guy, that guy looks like an asshole too. <laughs> yeah, that. So what I'm getting at is, is he did that just because he could. He's like, I am rich. Look at me, everybody. He could have, without it being publicized, gone to Wu Tang Incorporated, whoever there, and said, hey guys, hey. Um, could you, uh, just on the on the DL here, can you record me like ten tracks? Here's ten million dollars. Could you and just because I like you guys so much, I'm gonna I'm going to commission an album for myself, much like they did back in the day. And you know, Wu Tang could have been like, "Yep, we'll do it," because you know, why not? We'll give you some substandard shit, and you won't know the difference because you're an asshole. And then they make mm-hmm. the money, but he didn't. He flaunted it. He let everybody know, right? He he, and I think it's the same thing with the TP. It's like. I don't have enough money to go buy the Wu-Tang Clan album, but I do have enough money to go to Costco and buy all the TP, and I'm going to do it because I can, and it makes me feel important and big and rich and powerful and American, and I think that's kind of what it came down to. And here's what really sucks, Joe. Here's what really, 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 really sucks, Joe. When this is over, if it's over, right? Whether it's in a month or so, we hit all the deadlines on self-quarantining, and they're like, you know what? The worst is past us. Let's try to get back to life as normal. All those people with all that extra TP, you know what they're going to do with it? They're going to fucking waste it. Somebody is going to say, uh, okay, everybody go outside and we're going to celebrate by taking five million rolls of TP and throwing it into the air and out into the streets and from the tops of the stadium onto the sports teams that finally get to play. It's going to be such a colossal fuck ton of waste. It, it, it It's just... Maybe that's what I was seeing the other day was was almost like a, a premonition of of the the future when when toilet paper is flowing in the streets or it might have been everybody yeah. bought way too much and then they just they just start you know burning it in their fireplaces and and, and tossing it into the streets could be or it could be somebody was like you know um, you know. Uh, you think you're cool? Look at this. See this? I got a roll of toilet paper. Rips it open, tears it up, throws it in the air. Fuck you. I can do whatever I want. Lights it on fire and then lights yeah. a cigar with it. You know? Yeah. Do you remember which, which Batman movie was it with Heath Leather? Heath Leather? It's, his name's Heath Leather now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Heath Leather. By the way, I have I have to say earlier you were trying to say good looking and you were talking about evil people and you mm-hmm. said good lurking, which I thought was. <laughs> 
Yeah, my mouth it was, a, it was is... a good mistake. It made sense. You're talking about evil. My uh, anyway, my... you're talking about uh, the Dark Knight. Yeah, and and there was that scene where there's a pile, literally a pile of money from the floor to the ceiling of a warehouse. The Joker <laughs> has accumulated. He sets it on fire. He's like, "Fuck it, right?" And even I, watching a fictional movie, I was like, "Oh no, don't do that," you know. Yeah, no. I, yeah, anybody has an emotional response yeah. to that. <laughs> so I think you know somebody gets up and says, "I bought all the TP. Watch me now, burn it, fuckers." You know, because on the, it, the, you know, I don't think this is why you, the character of the Joker did this, but it really isn't important. I mean, if you have so much money that it goes from the floor of the warehouse to the ceiling in a huge pile, you can burn it because. Whatever you were doing to get it, you can do again, right? That wasn't all the money in the world. And so if you've got like a Game of Thrones looking throne of TP around your your toilet, I saw a picture of that on the internet the other day. <laughs> if you've got one of those, whatever you were doing to get it, keep on. you can keep on doing it. Just burn it. Throw, it. throw it in the air, right? He's like, here comes a guy who's the manager of the second best Taco Bell in the state of Iowa. I'm going to... Um, I'm going to freak him out by just throwing TP everywhere. Go ahead. You know what? Because, because well, again, it's it's about being an American. It's about it's about not giving a fuck about anybody except yourself and not being smart enough to even give a fuck about yourself. Well, I would like to posit maybe an alternative theory here because I think that if – I don't know if anybody was bragging about their stockpiling of TP. Oh, they I, were. I feel like it was maybe – maybe you're right though. I mean – I don't know this I'm particular instance, but in general, that possibility. Yeah. But I think that people were. Hor- I thought. I thought it was psychological. It was just. It was just fear, and and people didn't know what else to do, and they started stockpiling. They were stockpiling the wrong thing, and it was just like scared rats. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. But they, but th- that's the other option, I think. Because honestly, I think if you're, if you are bragging. I don't know if anybody – that's what I'm saying. I don't know if anybody actually went out and bragged and been like, well, I filled my whole fucking garage with TP. So I feel like everybody would look at each other and be like, yeah, we're all hoarding toilet paper too, but we're not We're not convinced it's the right thing. This was a desperate uh, – this, these were just panicking apes, and, and I, we're one of them. We're not proud of this. This is I, kind of embarrassing. And yeah, my I don't wife agree. Uh, was talking about toilet paper hoarders, and she said, those people are legit idiots. And then she then she paused and she said, "They're legitiates." <laughs> I love your wife. She's and, good and with I words. Think, I think that anybody that that actually was proud of and bragging about hoarding toilet paper are definitely legitiates. Yeah, they and but American legitiates. American legitiates. That's the new Green Day album. Um, and I, the uh, title of this episode. Title of, sure. No, I think that's not a bad idea. The uh, what was I going to say? The I, I can't agree with you. I do think people were bragging about it, a lot of them, and okay. it, and I think for some people they were motivated surely by that you know Instagrammable moment when they grab all this stuff and take pictures of it. They were bragging about it. They're feeling good, and yes, it was completely misplaced. They didn't know what they're doing. Reminds me of the guy who comes uh, running out of a burning house. And he's got in his hand a remote control. And you're like, were you watching TV when this happened? It's like, no, I panicked and grabbed something that I thought was important. So you grab the remote control to your TV, but your TV's in there burning up. Yep. And See, I, yeah, that's what I think the toilet paper hoarding was. It was just like, well, what's important? Well, the toilet paper got to wipe my ass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like I said before, who thinks about, honestly, Joe, we talk a lot. We talk about shit a lot. And we talk about like, shit shit a lot we talk about hoops butts we talk about all that stuff but i 
I got to be honest with you. I cannot imagine myself shitting a couple days from now. I mean, I can, I can like concentrate on it, but it just, I have to put an effort into it. If someone said to me, what will be the state of you shitting a week from now? I'd be like, I don't even know why you're asking me that question. Well, I'm a, I'm your doctor and we have to know if your bowel's working. No, you're not. You're, you're, you're weird. Don't ask me questions about my asshole, asshole. Right. It's just, it well, makes no now sense. That, now that you, now that you bring it up, I'm, I automatically, that was like saying, it's like saying, don't think of a pink unicorn or something like you, you were yeah. like, nobody would think about themselves shitting in two days. And I automatically was like, Hmm. And I envisioned myself shitting a couple days from now. Yeah. But I bet that what you envisioned was, was built of things from the past. There wasn't, you didn't come up with some novel shit scenario where an excess of TP <laughs> was necessary. You're just like, there's me sitting on the throne. I got my phone in my hands or a book or some, you know, cabbage salad, whatever the fuck you do when you're taking a crap. You thought about that, not some new scenario. Like, okay, all right. Um, I am shitting 12 times a day. Also here, let's just keep going on this TP thing, even though we got other stuff to do. I have heard nothing about the conservation of TP. I've heard nobody say things like, well, you know, people are hoarding TP, so what I'm down to two squares a day. You know, nobody's talking about that. I've heard nobody That's say, true. well, you know what? To save TP, I'm using both sides. Nobody's talking about this either. They're just buying it. It's like Well, what, and if you, you wanted if you wanted to give American society too much credit, you could say, Well, you know what they you know what this was? People were looking ahead and they were like, Well, if I don't have anything to wipe my ass with, then I'm gonna have to use my hand. And we need to have clean hands. Yeah, so, yeah, that's not what they know, were thinking. Cl cleaning your hands is very important. If we if we're constantly scraping poop off of our butt cracks with our hands, then, then that's going to make clean hands a more difficult. I'm here to uh, tell you. Anyway, I, I'm again. I'm no medical professional in the least. I am not an epidemiologist or an endocrinologist or anything that starts the letter E and ends with ologist. I'm none of those. But if you have to choose between using a piece of very thin paper to keep your hands clean versus then washing your hands. Guess right. what? You're fucked. There ain't enough toilet paper at the Costco that's going to keep you from getting germs on your hands if you're not washing them. Well, and so even in my generous kind of scenario here, they're still we're still surrounded by american legitimates yeah it's just it's it's insane it's absolutely insane and here i am up here talking like you know i'm smart and everybody else is stupid and i'm reacting appropriately and everybody isn't i'm sure i'm doing dumb things too like we said at the top of the show my life really hasn't changed that much so i as stupid as I am, I, I'd like to brag a little bit here, Jones, say I'm not engaging in new stupidity. I am just being the same old stupid I've always been. And I, I feel think the I same way. Yeah. yeah. But I do. I guess if I can hold on to any pride in a situation like this, I, I do feel a little bit superior to those who hoarded toilet paper. I felt yeah. like I was more emotionally regulated and had a stronger <laughs> moral center, if that's really a moral decision. But I, I just... <laughs> Come on, it just wasn't that important. Again, once the toilet paper started running out, I was right. like, "Well, I should probably find some." But yeah, you mm. you have told stories about shitting yourself, so clearly you are capable. Come on, if anybody needs this, somebody yeah, exactly. donate some toilet paper to me. Yeah, I got a problem. You're you are capable of imagining an excess of shit and imagining your survival. And when you told those stories, 
And I think it's amusing that we use the plural there, Joe. When you told those stories about shitting yourself, at no yeah. point in any of the story was there even mention or connotation of the need for toilet paper. There was nothing in there where you're like, if only I'd had 15 rolls in my truck. Yeah. Nothing. You were just like, oh, shit, I got a shit. And then you went and you shat. Whether it was in your pants or in the toilet, you didn't then say, and here's the code of that story. I had enough toilet paper that I was okay. That didn't happen. You're just like, I shit myself. So I cleaned myself. Life goes on. It's just dumb. Well, <sighs> you know what? I knew that if we talked about the coronavirus, uh, COVID-19, that we would talk about toilet paper a lot. And we would yeah. talk about poop. And we would talk about butts. Uh, which I thought, you know, that's that's very on brand for our yes. show. So and, here we are. And, and do we, we were going to do a, uh, we're going to have some music, right? Yes. So here's what's happening. Um, I sent a text message. Sorry, my mouth is really dry. I need some water. Um, I sent a text message to Joe saying, uh, COVID karaoke challenge. Um, sing us a karaoke song, but, you know, change the words to be about COVID-19. And so Joe yeah. did one and I did one and we're going to play them for you and you're going to listen to it. And, and I came up with a word. You know how I normally uh, obscenitize songs? Yes. Well, today we have pandemicized songs. <laughs> you like that? I like that a lot. I tell you what, the, right. the Joe and Laura team of, of word creation and wordplay, you guys are, I, I just love it. I just love the yeah, way you do. come up with things. We have fun. I'm just trying to like live up to her standard, really. I just, She's the queen. I can't, why, it's, okay, <clears throat> I'm not trying to pass judgment on your wife or uh, the dear and lovely Shags, but why are they not making podcasts right now? They got nothing else to do. Actually, I'm I'm gonna start a campaign because because we're you know everybody's gonna be home a whole lot. Yes, and I wanted to talk with you about it too. We need to do more JBCs while we're all at home, and uh, Shags and Laura need to do uh, more what QJUs, yeah. quietly yeah. judging you. And, and they've got the time. They don't. Laura's have to... just sitting here being pregnant. She doesn't have to go to work for months. Yes, she's not allowed to fucking go into society. It's podcast time, motherfuckers. Exactly, and they're so. They're so good at what they – they're just so good at it, that at talking and, and making up stuff and being funny and relevant, and and their voices are so lovely. It, it, honestly, Joe, I wish there was a God so I could say to God, God, remember how he wrote that stupid book that people actually fucking believed? And remember how you put in there about how Adam heard that one of the later fuckers was going to die young, so he gave some of his years to that dude? I don't know this Bible story – Except for that, remember that? No, I want to do that. I want to do that for for Laura and Checks. I'm going to give away no more JVC from now on. It's just them. That's fine with me. That's good. I want to give them my. What is it that that compels us to do this? This our my arrogance, my my lack of of shame. That's what it is. Impulse control disorder. Yes. Yeah. So. With all that babbling aside, we've got 20 minutes left. If you can believe it, my son might wake up any minute. Um, let's do these songs. So, uh, do you want to introduce yours or should we just go for it? uh, Okay. The first pandemicized song, um, it, it needs no introduction. All right, here we go. Hopefully I get the levels right, but here we go.
took a beer, poopy butthole, sitting here mumbling on the, on the commode. It's a global pandemic, and everyone wants to wipe their asses. Help me, I'm shitting into this toilet bowl. There's no TV left to clean my asshole. It's COVID-19, all the shaman is gone. Can't leave the toilet roll, can't wipe my own asshole. Should have gone to Costco a couple months ago. <laughs> Did not go to Costco. Now the toilet paper's gone. <laughs> All the panicking fucking apes trying to think ahead. At least their asses will be clean when they're starving to death. Your dirty crack just doesn't matter. Just please don't forget to wash your hands, yeah. So now I sit on my caboose, losing my mind. I can't wipe the shit from my behind. Thought the world was going crazy, but it looks like I'm the fucking idiot. <laughs> Help me, I'm shitting into this toilet bowl. There's no TV left to clean my asshole. It's COVID-19, all the shaman's gone. Can't leave this toilet bowl with poop on my butthole. Should have gone to Costco a couple months ago. Did not go to Costco. Now the toilet paper's gone. Now the toilet paper's gone. Ah, now the toilet paper's gone. Now the toilet paper's gone. Ah, now the toilet paper's gone. Go take a shower. Ah, go take a shower. Ah, <laughs> wow, dude, seriously, <laughs> you're you're <laughs> you you're. Listen to me. I can't even talk. <laughs> Yeah, your experience as being a, a a a person in a band, a singer, a, a songwriter, so obvious there. You're, yeah, you're so good at that. You're so good. Like I just wish, and, and you did an excellent job mixing it and everything too. I, I know that you'd be the first one to say this. It was not at the level of a professionalism you'd get in an actual music studio, but goddamn, it's pretty close. Like I can only imagine if like, uh, Purple Earring, whoever made that song, um, what was it? lesbian outrage who made that song who's the original um golden anus there we go one of them if they called you up and said this is great we're gonna give you studio time um you can make it sound so, so good oh man i'm glad you liked it wow. I, it was really a whole lot of fun to to sing about yeah wiping my ass i'm gonna uh, to the tune of that song i should have gone first because mine is not nearly that awesome um, in fact, well, we'll t I'll be the judge of that. I want, okay, I'll, I'll play it. Here we go. Okay. Take 
But trust me, I'm healthy, so sue me This virus won't get me I'm stocked up on TV This Purell tastes nasty with Lysol I'm brushing and Listerine I'm snorting the Clorox that I'm swilling I see it, this sickness It's deadly and relentless Hands numb, numb from washing At least 50 times a day Yes, this house is a fortress Oh shit now, I'm coughing Really stupid, sparking up a chain And sharing it with grandma Now every corner And Dr. Sleepless We found a weakness And it's right outside a door Don't socialize Don't socialize It's right outside your door Don't socialize Don't socialize it's right outside your door Cold showers won't cure me My vision is blurry I'm hacking and wheezing I just can't carry on This fever, sweating The skin right off of my bones On a bed of fire I'm sneezing like a pepper mill is my home My nostrils now are gushing With death, I'm rushing To the ER, I'm rushing But they're all out of room On every corner The doctor speaks found our weakness and it's right outside your door don't socialize don't socialize it's right outside your door don't socialize don't socialize it's right outside your door Thanks. I was trying to think of a of a name for you know Rage Against the Machine, but it would be like I don't know Isolate Against the Nineteen or something like that. <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, I gotta tell you, you should do that more often. You should. You know, I obscenitize songs a lot, and uh, when when you do it, it's it's awesome. Well, you need thank to do you. That more. I, I loved it. If if don't socialize. This nice. I'm just gonna you know. Uh, wax self-indulgent here the uh the the writing of it was fine and i'll take a little bit of credit of that the uh the very well the, done. the engineering <laughs> needs help again not a professional studio here and of course my singing is terrible but i'll say this i'll say this i had so much fun like 
you see videos of people in recording studios and they have their hands on their headphones. And I've always thought like, why the fuck are you doing that? I get it now. Like, that's what I was doing. I had my hands pressed against the headphones, pushing them into my ears. I was just, <laughs> that's exactly what I was envisioning. Yeah. I was, great. It was great. I was like, just moving around. I was, I was doing everything. I've seen those videos of people in recording studios and I didn't mean to, it was just, just coming out. I was sweaty when I was done. I was just like, Oh, that was, I get it. Fun, right? Yeah. And you, you should do that more, man. I'm going to, I mean, to. not just because it's fun, but like you, you've, you got an act for that. Like, well, thank you. I, it's, it, great. it's, it's funny how like, you know, I really did take so many takes because I realized it's hard. Singing is hard. Not that I did it well but getting on the beat and and doing it right it's way more difficult i i've always appreciated the skill of uh singer songwriters but their actual ability to get up there and then the fact that they do it on stage night after night i just i was blown away so yes it was fun i will do more um yeah very cool how much time do we got okay we got 10 minutes left and again just in the in the I, I have another Larco now. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. great, man. So, uh, there's a, there a couple other things that I could bring up, but like if you got a Larco, I'm. Well, we can I'm, rip through the Larco real quick. So, here's the thing Larco has absolutely nothing to do with COVID whatsoever. Um, okay. <laughs> I think it just it's, it fascinates me how the Larco guys are like, we're going to give you stuff well in advance. And of all the times they could have done it, this was the worst because it has nothing to do with what's going on. It's like usually like. Hey, Larco, you got some kind of new TP product that you could pitch here? Something that's, you know, relevant to our times? Like, no, just use that thing we sent you three weeks ago. So I've got that. (laughs) Okay. I could save it for some other time, but here's the deal. Also, in the spirit of preparation, when they sent it to me, I pre-made and pre-loaded to our website the image that goes along with it. So... (laughs) I think we should do, look. Larco's just trying to do business as usual. Yeah. Even though you know times are are complicated to say the least, uh, Larco's just trying to keep pushing their shit. So yeah. let's let's do this. So okay, I'll do it. Let me. I need to bring up the the copy so I can read it because it's one of those where they want okay. me to read it. And um, okay. Uh, what else was I going to say? I was going to say something else, but now I can't remember what it was. Um. Uh, well, after the Larco, I want to talk about another. Another epidemic or a pandemic okay. that I noticed um, while I w- in my isolation at home, uh, but but uh, that, just a little teaser. Okay, so uh, after after Larco, well, I got one more thing we can talk about. Okay, um, I'll, I'll do this, and then uh, I do want to say I, I really hope that you find a way, Joe, to put our songs on our YouTube. Yes, and, I'm going to do that, and I'll do images. I got time. Yeah, me too, and I'll do images that go along with those. So, okay, here here we go, real quick. <clears throat> All right. All right. First there was beer, then whiskey, then wine, then wine coolers, then Zima, then Smirnoff Ice, then White Claw. Through the ages, consuming alcohol has only gotten better and better. And thanks to Larco, alcohol has become better than ever before, thanks to our new Alco Seltzer tablets. Just drop two Alco Seltzer tablets into a glass of water, give it a stir, or a shake if you're an uppity British secret agent, and voila, inebriation is served. Or drop one Alka-Seltzer tablet into, um, let me start over, or drop one Alka-Seltzer tablet and a Mentos into a two-liter bottle of Coke and make yourself a 15-foot Cuba Libre fountain, the perfect way to celebrate Cinco de Mayo or survive a five-year-old's birthday party. 
Larco's Alka-Seltzer tablets come in a variety of fun flavors, including peach mango, lemon twist, watermelon, black cherry, black bull, big bear, maple daiquiri, and Mad Dog 2121. Larco's Alka-Seltzer tablets. Plop, plop, fizz, fizz, oh how wonderful getting shit-faced is. Okay, now that we're done with that, we can move on to, um, thanks for the finger snap claps, by the way. Um, we can move on. What else did you want to talk about? Uh, well, you know, Jesus Barking Christ, my dog, mm -hmm. he, it's been raining a lot and there's a global pandemic. And so those things are really affecting my dog. You think that dogs would mostly be happy because now mm -hmm. they get to hang out with their human beings a lot. But the thing is about Jesus Barking Christ is he really needs to get out. Yeah. A lot of dogs are that way. Like he needs to go to the dog park. Mm -hmm. And before I thought you might find this funny because before any of this happened, I had I stopped taking JBC to the dog park because the last time we went to the dog park, I was like, I can't come back here. And, and I've told you stories before, right? I, I walked into the this dog park and I threw a frisbee for my dog and I had this huge fart that I was trying to hold in. <laughs> yeah. And 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 I and I threw the frisbee and because of all the because of the pressure, yeah. <laughs> I farted really loudly and then yeah. I looked around and told everybody sorry and then I left. <laughs> well, that's that's me being a problem at the dog park. But the last time we went to the dog park, I was astonished because we we went in there and right away this this dog starts trying to to fuck Jesus Barking Christ. Yeah. Just couldn't stop trying to fuck him. And that happens at dog parks. That's sure. fine. It happens at bars. Yeah. You know, and so I can tolerate that. And and but then it was like, okay, this same dog wouldn't leave JBC alone. Mm -hmm. And then other dogs started kind of teaming up on him. And then you know, JBC got away from the the pack a little bit and went over and just wanted to drink a water and he started drinking water and this dog came up and fucked him at the water bowl. Jesus. To me that's that's, that's pushing it. That's tasteless. And, and then I was like, "Okay, get it, get away, get away." And then <laughs> JBC's like, "Well, I got it. Now I got to go take a shit." So he went and starts taking a shit and the same dog that fucked him at the water bowl came up and peed on him while he was shitting what yeah so he got fucked at the water bowl and peed on while he was shitting at this park and i i wanted to like declare i said i wanted to just put the leash on jbc and then look around at everybody and go i'm never coming back here and then walk out but i didn't make that declaration but i did in my mind i, I got jbc and i'm like there's something wrong with this park yeah i gotta go one I've humiliated myself by farting, you know, echoing off the, you know, <laughs> through the valley. Yeah. Once. And then I come back and, you know, JBC's fucked at the water ball and peed on while he's shitting. So I decided not to go back to the dog park. Yeah. And then shortly after, um, dog parks were shut down. They were shut down. So okay. I guess the timing, the timing was good. And, and one more thing I wanted to say, uh -huh. have you. And I know this isn't the horror episode, and um, well, we just of. had one of those, the Irish horror episode, but yeah. we just saw a horror movie. Mm -hmm. Have you seen any of the Grudge movies? Uh, yes. Uh, the American made one. Yeah, I saw the one with Sarah Michelle Gellar. Yeah, I did. Yeah, like back in 2005 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and I really liked that movie, and I thought it was scary. Mm -hmm. What I thought was even scarier was the movie that that was based on. Mm -hmm. Juon. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. Mm -mm. 
but that was even better. I liked both of those movies. I thought they were terrifying. Do, do you have any opinion on those movies at all? Um, the thing that scared me most about The Grudge, um, like the concept, I went and, because I do this either before or after I see a movie, I go read up on it as much as I can just to get the context and everything. Because I, I miss a lot of stuff. The thing that terrified me most is that there's no resolution, justice, or or anything. Like in your most horror movies, like there's a way to resolve things. There's some sort of way to triumph. Right. There's Or there's a good reason why things are happening. You know, there's some sort of element of, of I don't know what the right word is, um, appropriateness. Yeah, there seems to be like a path out of the darkness right. somehow at least. Or, or there's oh, a but, path but, into oh, the fuck, darkness. No, the grudge wins. Yeah, there's no rationale. It's not even like here is a something that's malevolent and is is preying on people, and that just sucks. That's life. No, this is like no, this happened for a reason, and it's never going to go away now, and it's going to perpetuate this insanity in a way that's completely disproportionate to the crime that started it. Right? I mean, there's some justice like for the first three seconds, and after that, it's just no. This is fucked up. That's what terrified yeah. me about well, the grudge. Well, and that, yeah. that's what I find terrifying about the whole concept of the grudge too. Is it's it's a haunting, but it's a it's it become it can become a, a pandemic haunting. Yeah, it's, yeah. It just keeps spreading and spreading and spreading. Yeah. And but what I wanted to talk about was they they remade it again. Mm-hmm. But but and and we watched it last night. It got all the it got terrible reviews. It's like twenty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Right. Now I've learned not to to trust you know any of the reviews of horror movies a lot of people that are that are giving the criticism don't like horror movies at all we've talked about this before yeah and so i'm like well you know we have to give the new grudge a shot and we watched it last night we had to stop watching it because my wife is pregnant and mm-hmm. it started scaring the shit out of her yeah and like making her scream over and over again so much that she had to stop because it was too scary and uh. too well done it was very, very good. Very, very scary movie. Okay. From beginning to end. We we and then we finished it later once she calmed down. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Now, I, but I consider the fact that it got all of these terrible reviews. There was almost nobody that felt the way we felt about it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the reviews were a contagion. <laughs> yeah, where yeah. some it 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 just started everybody started hating it for some reason maybe they genuinely hated it but i feel like that i feel like it was unfair like it was a miscarriage of justice and, and yeah. but then everybody got on board and decided to hate this movie and i'm telling you right now as a horror fan jason don't fucking believe it watch the grudge it isn't even a remake it's it's the continuing uh the, all the other Grudge movies, you see it expand and expand. Mm-hmm. This one's just part four or whatever. Okay. Yeah. And the, the Grudge keeps expanding. It keeps going further and further into the world and affecting more and more people. And it's scary as shit. Okay. And, and uh, the movie is about a pandemic haunting. And the <laughs> negative reviews were a pandemic pile of horseshit. Wow. That's, Thank you. It's a black metaphor. That's crazy. Words words no the um you're, what you're saying is well received yeah the, i think definitely there is a, a a tendency for people to uh take pride in or jump on the bandwagon of hating you know it's like well everybody knows nickelback sucks and so i'm going to show you how cool i am by telling you how much they suck or everybody knows that remaking japanese horror films is it's just such a ripoff so i'm gonna explain yeah, to you somebody why had some a- ill-conceived uh, principle that yeah. they felt like they needed to stick with or yeah. 
you know, the director fucked somebody's wife in Hollywood or something, and, yeah. and th- they decided to need th- that person needed to be blackballed. I, I'm not yeah. sure, but uh, whoa. Well, okay. Well, I, we're well heard, well received from you, Joe. I um, will put that on my queue. Go watching. Yep, it's the an excellent horror movie. Hey, I want to let you know I'm yeah. on day seven of not smoking cigarettes. This is the first Joe. podcast I've ever recorded not smoking. Joe, I'm proud, and, and I'm not. I I know you're doing it because you're going to have a kid soon. And um, I don't want to die. And you don't want to die. I appreciate that. But yeah, good for you. You're you're gonna gain weight. You're going to become very irritable. You might hurt somebody. It's okay, Joe. Just you'll get through it. Okay. Five, six, seven years from now, you'll look back and go, "Those were six shitty years." And I'm gonna have six more shitty years. Hey, speaking of shitty years, um, something I want to do, and and we didn't do this time, but I wrote down in my notes. I want to do some segments on future episodes where I get you ready for fatherhood, like Prep and Joe. Like I give okay. you, I give you experiences, and I ask you questions, and then you tell me how you would handle situations. I want to do that. Like I'm going to really alienate the 15 year old boys who love our podcast by talking about fatherhood yeah. <laughs> and stuff. Like uh, one of the things we've talked about, I've talked about a lot, and I want to talk about is how stupid kids songs are like stupid stupid not like oh cute and simple no i'm talking about legitimately trump level stupid okay these are things that are just downright lazy like my son was listening to a song the other day something about there's some police cars that were chasing some thieves and oh no one got stuck in a pile of leaves and he shook his head in disbelief one less police car chasing thieves you're like, seriously this is what we're teaching kids that police cars multiple chase thieves not the police officers, but the cars, and they get stuck in piles of leaves. Are you fucking kidding me? Come on. <laughs> and then the song goes on, because it's counting down, right? One, and then there's a bunch of police cars chasing. One got called by the police chief. He shook his head in disbelief, like, what kind of like adult-level cynical cop thing are you doing here? Where he's like, ah, oh, Jesus, chief's calling me. I, I just want to chase this thief, but goddammit, I gotta, gotta do the sheet. What the fuck? Just, just <laughs> stupid on a level that's just hard to. Oh, my kid loves it. He's just like, yeah, please, guys, with the thieves. Woohoo! No! You know what? Fuck it. We're listening to Jimi Hendrix and nothing but Jimi Hendrix for the next five years. Goddammit. Now, that, that's a good decision. Yeah. That's being a responsible parent. I did tell you about. Um, uh, Casper Baby Pants did a cover of a Nirvana song, and my kid loves it. And now I love my kid again. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Did they do a good cover of a Nirvana song? Yeah. You, you remember I did that once with Dom DeLuise, and I, I've you did. Yes. I, I've never. Yeah. Did um, I think I'm Dom? Yeah, that was that was very yeah, good. Louise Dom. I think uh, so. What what cover what cover did uh, Casper Baby Pants do? He did uh, S- Sliver. Is it Sliver or Silver? Sliver. You know, um, uh, mom and dad went to a show, dropped me off a grab. You know that one? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. And um, he did it really good. I, what's really good when, a, per, when a, uh, a, a, a gifted artist does a cover is they are true to the song. They don't fuck it up, but they also make it their own, right? And that's what Casper did. It was, it was a good cover. But it was not Nirvana, 
It was Casper Baby Pants, but he didn't fuck it up. There were some subtle differences. Like, in that song, you know how uh, he starts off by saying, um, uh, I kicked and screamed, said, please don't go. But he sings it straight, right? Kurt does. Kicked and screamed, said, please don't go. But then at the end, he says, I woke up in my mother's arms. And he's screaming, right? And that <laughs> flip-flop. I really like that flip-flop. When he's kicking and screaming, he doesn't sing kicking and screaming. When he woke up in his mother's arms, he's screaming, right? Casper didn't do that. He didn't scream at all. But it's still good. I'm gonna have to check that out. You bring up that band a lot. It's gotta yeah. be good. It's just one guy. It's he's the president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, that's right. He's the Yeah. He's good. Seriously, that's true. Listener, look that up. That's yeah. that's kinda true. Yeah. Um Alright, you got twenty seconds to think of something to shout. Um, and then we're out. Well, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter, uh, I don't know. Rate and review us. Five stars only, please, or I'll fucking fuck your mom. And... TP my bunghole!